Hello guys, welcome back to the LX3 podcast. Today, um, and also you have me, of course, um, your boy Olash Pomelako, and you have alongside me my co-host, our co-host. My name is, well, my name has always been Kamsi and today we have a special guest. She is, well, she will me, I think she did the honor for this. Yes, sir, she's the one and only Lengi. And she's a content creator, um, digital marketer, and a thriller entrepreneur. And um, I can't wait to have this lovely conversation with her. So we can, you know, learn it, one or two things about how to be a good content creator, digital marketer, and likewise being consistent in, you know, every business opportunity you have in mind. So yeah. if I missed anything, kindly introduce. Oh, wait, wait, before she does it, in her words, she's a passionate serial entrepreneur. Yeah, it's big like that. Yeah. <laughs> let us see. Let us see. <laughs> let's let's level see. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, my name is Nengi. Um, Hyacin, and like you have seen in my bio i am a passionate person like i'm passionate about selling right from like right from when i was a, a teenager so yeah i actually love doing this and that's what's up <laughs> okay you say so right from your um you know your teenager like a child um so what was the first sort of business or sort of side also you did was it like selling snacks like we all did or like what did you do yeah yeah but like um that was um okay like in secondary school i used to um braid people's hair and maybe get small cash like oh 20 naira five naira 15 naira those little cash but like there was um but i don't usually call that like a major business although yes that was a business um but like the first ever business that i took very serious was when um like i had no money my parents did not visit me on one like on one of the visiting days and i needed to buy textbook so um I started a gala business because I saw someone selling. <laughs> I saw someone selling gala. Gala that is usually 50 naira. She was selling the gala for 150 naira. Okay. And I didn't have any money to start the business. I asked my best friend then and I told her she should borrow me 50 naira. I want to start this gala business. She tried to talk me out of it. Oh, what if Reverend Sister, and uh, what if we get caught, you know? I'm like, I really want to do this. And there's something about me, like whenever I want to do something, I want to do it. There's really nothing you can tell me. I want to do that thing. So I gave um, the gate man the money to get me gala. And it was a contraband. So that was why people didn't mind, students didn't mind to pay so much to get this. So I sold because that the girl was selling hers for 150. I sold mine cheaper. I sold mine for 100 naira. From 100 naira, I sold um, I sold one gala, 50 naira. That is what 50 naira, 100 naira. 
from that 100 naira i got two dollars i got um sold it for 200 naira and that was how it kept on increasing till i think i reached up to 20k or over that i can't really remember how much but like that was the money i used to buy my first phone oh shit i'm a little <laughs> Because my father wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, that was the money I used to buy my first phone. Wow. So why why didn't you why didn't you scale it up? Why didn't you scale the Gala business? So you know, could have a Gala empire by now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so um, you also said that um, you know, you were able to start from one selling from selling one gala to you know selling two and so on and so forth yeah so when do you like how do you know that okay i need to reverse because people typically like people that don't know about business or that first time in business when they make a profit they want to like keep it to themselves to enjoy so how did you get that sort of intuition that this is what i need to do to you know keep this stuff going this is what i need to do to make sure that um this is sustaining me and when did you know when to stop like was there an end goal was that like okay when i was my I'm out to get a phone. I'm going to stop it. Like, what was your top process at that moment in time? Okay. Um, for me, um, I... Like, I was... Okay, I needed the money for textbook, like I told you. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I started making sales, I became even hungrier to do this. Like, it wasn't about the textbook anymore. Like, I just... I just love doing it. It's not even about the money. Like, wow, I just kept on selling and selling. Like, I didn't want to stop. Then, um, um, I like I. There was a period that I started carrying bags. Something I didn't even start. Like, I started with one gala, right? I started carrying like bags of galas to go from class to class to sell to students. But my best friend talked me out of it and she was advising me, what if you get caught, you know? What if you get caught? That was how, like, I started becoming scared because, um, like, my inventory was already getting much. And, like, my the Reverend Sister would have caught me doing that. So, yeah. So I stopped because you know of that. This, you know the story... I can very much relate because also I was in I was in boarding school yeah. and it was a it was a it was owned by a Catholic school like the end of the name the end at the end it has seminary literally there yeah. so I understand this whole they catch you oh my god oh my god you are going to nobody's even giving you a second chance mm-hmm. so are you saying you were a rebel or it was just that first time. When you Nengi the bad girl, when you senior Nengi, <laughs> yes, senior Nengi, all of us have to run. No, oh. no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't that. Like I, am um, like I don't. You call your juniors now. I don't believe. I don't believe students. No. You call your juniors. Oh, okay. No, they will watch the video. They love me. <laughs> They're really <laughs> proud. <laughs> yeah. So after after your gala, was there anything? Because for me, my school it was pin pop, then milka, then caramel caramel popcorn. So mm-hmm. it was your caramel own just the it was, yeah, it was just popcorn. gala and hair making. Mm. And the gala was major that gave me so much money. 
Wow. The making was just, you know, a small, small cash, but the gala made me buy my first phone. Mm. Man. You know, come to think of it, the gala business sounds like a little business that, you know, something in five years will be doing. And you made, you know, that amount of money that some people struggle in to In a do. short time. In a short, in a short time. So I think it's like for everybody, that's kind of like a lesson to learn that, you know, regardless of the business or like the opportunity to have or how belittling it might look like, you know, if you really take it seriously, you can make something out of it and like make some magic happen out of it. So that's that's really interesting. Yeah, that's true, but that's not all to it. I mean, Shibami, did you go to a boarding school? Oh no, I didn't go to boarding school. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's probably why you think it's just that because outside the term, you can't make money again. You know, like it's just during school time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because let's say paper was like twenty bucks, but I and our our trading community, you get me? Mm-hmm. That's not what we saw ourselves as, but now that there's a word, yeah. We could sell it for like 100 bucks. So that's like times five, the original price. If people go out, there's no way they'll go back and buy paper for... For that amount. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you just have to load yourself when you're in school. And conquer all your competition. So basically, just adapt to whatever you had money for, basically. That's basically the world of business, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So aside from you know the gala business, you know, as you um, as you're growing older, as you're getting more knowledge, more experience, what was the next like venture you went to? Yeah, um, when I came to Canada, my dad paid my fees for just one year, and he didn't pay me. I needed to survive, like. I had to even relocate. I left Winnipeg to Toronto and I was doing all sorts of shitty jobs to survive. Yeah, so when I came back to Winnipeg, I started a clothing business, which is Kinati. And yeah, uh, like I like for me, there's something about me. I just believe in myself, my hustle, like and you know there are some people who are blessed to have supportive friends my friends are supportive well like how many friends do i have like i at that moment i have like i have like clarissa and olivia they can't be the only ones buying my clothes (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um i and i was broke like i didn't want to be paying graphic designer photographer like no, it's just too much going on. So I invested in myself. I bought a camera. I started using apps. I started using software to edit, to make graphic videos, motion graphics and stuff like that. So like, and even if you check my Kinati clothing page, I just have a few posts there, but I made good use of IG stories. Like I realized people love IG stories and from that IG stories I tell my I tell the story of my brand um like frequently more than like people knew much knew more more of um Kinati from the IG story than just an IG feed post yeah so so far that experience from growing Kinati brand 
it has helped me. Now I have um, the Black Women Only. I even have my personal my personal brand, which is myself, Nengi. But right now I'm not profiting off myself. But yet I know I'm a brand, and in the future I would want to profit from my own personal brand. But for now. I'm profit. I'm trying to profit of black women owned and the clothing business. So yeah, the knowledge I got from Kinati has been very, very helpful in um, in creating contents for black women. So yeah. Oh, that's that's actually very interesting. You know, especially knowing the fact that it was it was a foreign country. It's not like you were broke in Nigeria. You could just, you know, look for somebody. You go to an uncle. There's always, there's always that oh, uncle that shows up. There's always that uncle that shows up when you are, you are like at your lowest point. But this one, you were in Canada, bro. You were in, I mean, the Nigerians there, but still, that's no way you. That's not like you just recently came there, and then it's it's, it's tuition. It's not like it's not five hundred naira. Tuition card over 500 naira, so it was obviously more than that. So the point I'm trying to get to is, a lot of times when people talk about the the time, the difficult time they had to face, they are quick to get to the end point, to the part where it was, oh, then this happened and I started going on with this business and that, that, that. But um, I want you to tell us about like your thought process, like how were you thinking during that time? Because I've heard and I've experienced that you think your best when you're broke, when you're heartbroken, and I can't remember the last one. But yeah, so can you tell us like how were you thinking there, like towards life, towards maybe everything, your thought process during that time you were down, not like after when oh black woman owned Nengi brand and everything. What was going on during that time? Okay. Um, so that was a very low moment in my life, and I didn't even care what people would think or like. And like I said, even for my gala business, when I want to do something, I want to do that. So when I thought about um, starting my the Kinati business, I started it with like I think hundred dollars. And I bought, um, I started talking to suppliers and I bought the slides and I started the slides. It was just in my room. I had even, I was just, how will I, how will, how will I market this? How will I grow this business? How will I grow my social media? I almost gave up. I just, the, my slides were just in my room. (laughs) I wasn't even putting it out there. But my sister helped to push me and I started going out to the salon, to my sister's salon. And I was like, just the way I used to go from class to class to sell my galas. I would go to my sister's salon and let people know, oh, I'll show them and let people know that I have this product. And some people started buying. I said, like, I could tell them, oh, follow me on Instagram, you know, like for more products, just like that. Mm-hmm. And that was how I started growing bit by bit. Then when I started having a reasonable amount of followers, then I started doing my own, um, like I said, doing, um, growing 
my followers more on social media. Apart from the people I see on the daily, I start growing on social media. Like I don't have to see you to, for you to make purchase from me. So, yeah. So most of your following are like sales from uh, Kinetic. Were they organic or paid ads? They were all organic. I didn't all organic. Paid ads, yeah. Oh, and most of them you were like, you know, pop it, going from one shop to another, you know, telling them, hey, follow me, do that thing. Or like, was it just... No, that so, was from the beginning, from the, yeah. from the beginning, yeah. But like, they, from, let me say, that period I was going um, to the salon, maybe I just reached 50 followers or so. But when I started growing social media, like, um, trying to get people from social media, I started growing more. And there's something I I started. I thought about it, and I used it to gain more followers from Kinati. Um, so I was like, I started a movement called Kinati Support Day every Friday. So that day, I support um, people who follow Kinati. I support their business, and they started reposting. You know, they were very happy for the support. They reposted. And their people come to my page, like to check me out, and that was how I started growing. Yeah, it was effective for me for my um, growth on social media. Wow, to take the the step to actually say that I have zero, 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 zero posts, zero following, zero followers. To see that and be like, I need to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That 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 must have been hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I love, I love starting from scratch. That's something I don't like. Even when I see some people, oh, they buy um, they buy Instagram like they already have um, a number of followers. Or I like to start from scratch. Yeah, that's zero. Start from that zero to grow. Nice. So during that point. So, uh, okay, let me just, for somebody who was interested in what I was saying, uh, for someone listening, so the three points where you think the most is when you're broke, when you're heartbroken, and when you failed. So let's say like when you fail, like a major exam. So let's, that's aside. The question I wanted to get to was, you mentioned something about you were not caring what people think. You know, like, as a babe, I, I've seen your Instagram, you're a babe. So walking up to people, like in a salon and they're like, Check out this slide. Mm-hmm. That something must have hit you and like, um, well, this pride, right? The card that goes that round. That's really what you need. Know? Well, I need to make money. At, the, at that point, when I was, <laughs> I was when I was selling Kinati, uh-huh. there was there was no Nengi page. Mm-hmm. Oh, at least, but even though still you yourself as a girl. <laughs> You see, I, this, I, I, this I, I, I didn't care though. I didn't. Yeah. So the question I'm trying to get mm-hmm. to is what were the epiphanies you had? So one you said is you realized that I mean if you had the courage to do that, then you probably realize that nobody's actually nobody is actually looking at us like the way we think people are. Like mm-hmm. you know, nobody trying to do something. Yeah, word word, everybody just kind of thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the way the way we actually were always like, yeah, if I do this, it's just doesn't good to say this. Like, people don't actually really care like that, the way we make it seem. Yeah. So what else did you find out, like, business-wise, 
personally mental health wise maybe even simple psychology tricks for people maybe you're like yo 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 Nike was trying to sign me up yesterday maybe you should try my shoe now the but that's got all those kind of tips so you get me so what okay, I learned that people haven't posted that on my Instagram, but like, yeah, people will support you. People will believe in you when you believe in yourself. I know you must have seen that quote everywhere, but it's very true. So look at me. I have like two friends in my life and to sell my business. I made sales, not just from friends, from the two friends, from people I didn't know. So, and people said, like, I said receiving messages, like, wow, you inspire me. You know, like, people said, like, encouraging me. Even today, I have, like, I have messages from people who are, like, showing me their support because they can see that I put in the work and there's like for me personally I I just try my best I don't care what anyone is thinking I don't even like to tell people when I want to do something I just do it and put it out there interesting so, yeah so uh campus is uh, something earlier about you know we're always worried about what uh, everyone's thinking and that's why we're always scared to take the next step or take that leap of faith. So for someone like, let's say for me, for example, I'm scared to try something because I'm scared of what people are going to think or I'm kind of like anxious of people are going to react like negatively or they're not going to react positively as I want it. So what would be your um, advice to someone like that? Um, personally, what has worked for me? I know there are people who who don't like me but i don't even focus on those people if you notice from my ig post i highlight only the people who support me the positives i'm not looking at those who don't show their support who don't encourage me no the focus is on those who support me who encourage me so when you, you when you're thinking that way, you won't even care about the others who will say something, saying something negative about what you're doing. You're just um, facing the positive. Ah, only the people who are pushing you, um, if like and your own self personally. Um, if you're like you're focusing on yourself, focusing on the good, um, the people who are just supporting you. That's it. Don't just look at the other people, the naysayers in your life. No, no. They're like, you will definitely have those people. I've learned, I've learned so far that people will just, people will support even those people, the naysayers or those people who don't push you, who don't support you. When you keep going and you keep improving, they will still support you. That's what I have learned. Now, even people that would never tell me that, oh, you're doing amazing. Now they are telling me that. 
So Oh, you be hard girl, oh. <laughs> wow, that's really um, amazing. I'm still, I'm still digesting what you just said. Yes, focus on the Yeah, cause not everybody is like built like that. To be honest, everyone, a lot of people ignore the positive and like focus on the negative. Even if hundred people are telling them good job. But that one or two people that are telling them, oh, bad job, they're going to focus on that and start, you know, pondering why are they saying that. So that's like a really tasking, you know, thing to do to get in that mindset. And I hope everyone sort of gets into that mindset of, you know, just focus on me and just do me. So I find that really interesting. So aside, aside the clothing line, like aside starting the clothing line, what else? What, what else? What else did you have in mind? Like during your time, did people try to meet you? Maybe try working here. Maybe somebody was like, join this Zoom call, and you know, what did you have? What were the options you had? And why did you go for clothing line? Um. Um. I just felt like it was like um. Okay, I started the clothing line because, honestly, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to start including business, but like, not like I was very, like, I love, I like, I'm not, I personally, I don't think I'm a fashionista <laughs> or like, although people see me that way on Instagram for my personal page, but I don't think that way. But I, I did it anyways. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I just started a clothing line. Not that I just felt like starting with a clothing line, and I was looking for quick cash. But it wasn't just the cash. If you could, if you can see my page, the clothing business, there's something about me. Even before I knew what it was called, like I, I was using emotional branding, and that was how I even won people, like got customers more. So, um, I've always loved storytelling. I've always loved impact. So even if I'm selling clothes to you, is I don't want to just make it seem like I'm just selling clothes to you. I still want you to feel something, feel my brand. Like I saw my brand as a person. And um, from the Kinati, I was, the message I was sending across to people was confidence, for people to be confident with themselves. When you wear my clothes, you feel confident. So like it was more not just the clothes, but also how it makes them feel. Yeah. I feel like everybody are eight sort of. Like the first thing when it comes to business is fashion acquisition. Like I don't know if that's just the coincidence or that's kind of our train of thought because that's what everyone is literally getting without money because why you we're not paying like big bills and stuff like that. So I guess that's probably why. 
but there's one thing you said um that recall my attention you said something about emotional branding so for people that don't know about it uh, like someone that wants to know more about it you know could you go in depth about you know emotional branding and how you go about it yeah i would say um emotional branding is basically making your making customers make, making people connect to your brand emotionally to feel something like <laughs> um okay so just imagine you're selling um okay like I was selling clothes I'm not just telling people come and buy clothes oh this clothes is so so surprised so is uh oh is red in color is this yeah they can see all of that but how do you make them connect just like you have friends you have people that can relate with you how can people relate with that clothes even if it's even if it's in clothes how can they feel connected to it that's what emotional branding is about so yeah mm, interesting so i've actually heard a lot about emotional branding like i know a friend who also does something like that she sends like personal notes you know the same way Kylie Jenner sends personal notes to to people who buy her stuff I've heard yeah. about that so for you to have heard about that you probably saw a youtube video or read like a book so what are your resources like where do you take knowledge from where do i watch i didn't get what you said so why are your resources like what resources do you use to get this knowledge you have right now because it didn't just fall from the sky so like what do you, how did you get about um doing all this about marketing and so on oh um um so for, okay first of all for the emotional branding i didn't know it was called emotional branding but i used emotional branding i even thought about like i told myself since i don't know people I don't go out. I'm very I know you like you see me on Instagram. I post a lot. I'm very active, but like in real life, I'm not out there. Like I don't go out. Maybe I go to work, come back home, that's my life. <laughs> so like I told myself since I don't know people, but I can win these people. I can make these people buy my products. by winning them emotionally and people love reading i don't know or i say um writing stories not just random stories about the kinati but still um um in a way that still relates to them to people i mean to the people who are interested in the kinati Yeah so I said like sharing story like sometimes it might be um um sometimes it might just be a very short uh message but it's just like it might be a short message but it has meaning and it conveys um a deep impact between the customer and Kinati brand mm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm making sense but like Yeah I get your question I get you see <laughs> But yeah, that was honestly, I was doing this before I knew it was called emotional branding. 
I just knew about emotional branding. I think this year. And I was like, wow, I like I've actually been doing this before I knew it was called emotional branding. Okay, so we need to pause for a second and like rejoin the call because you know the first minute is about to elapse. Okay. Alright, so. Think about emotional branding and you know how you came across emotional branding and how you used it to get your business up and running. So yeah. our, our initial question here was what book did you use? What resources like? were you like typing how to do emotional branding or were you typing like more in-depth about emotional branding for example if i want to know more about emotional branding aside from what you just said what resources would you link us to oh okay okay um i i um i was reading some some articles from pinterest but that was not before i started it I told you I was doing it even before I knew it. That was what it was called, right? Mm-hmm. So like in the process, um, I was reading about branding and stuff. So I came across emotional branding and wow, I could relate so much to it. Yeah, so I used to read a lot of articles from Pinterest. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even know you could read articles on Pinterest. I actually thought Pinterest was just about pictures. And no. <laughs> that's interesting. I check it out. Pinterest has a lot of resources. Interesting. So yeah, you, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, isn't the same um emotional branding in all your social media pages, including you know black on black women owned, correct? Yeah. So speaking of um black women owned and your other venture. How did how did you come about um, come about Black Women Don't? Why did you start it? What's so unique about it that you made you take that leap of faith? Okay, so um, it was I got inspired by it. Like I follow these I follow pages that empower women a lot. So there's this page that I follow, and their their mission is to um, I mean bring exposure to brands owned by women but i realized the page posted more of latina brands but this is supposed to be general like it's supposed to be very inclusive like i mean it's supposed to be for everybody for every woman but yet they posted few blacks very few blacks they posted more of latinas only for me to find out that oh the owner is a latina so i was like okay you know what um i can actually do this but just for black women so yeah and apart from that personally i knew the struggles that i faced when i was starting my business like i didn't have i had very little support it was until i started having um exposure as in i started growing my page that people started supporting me like they can see that i'm doing i'm trying and they say um, some people like I don't even know them personally, but they say um, reposting or sharing my business. But yeah, it was really tough. So starting Black Women Owned, um, like there's so many small businesses, but they don't have to go through all that. There are other there are so many women who want to you know support Black women, 
but um but they don't ha- they don't know what 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 platform to go find these um brands owned by black women so it was a good idea for me and for the women who would prof- um, profit from it as well yeah So from my experience with like my female friends, when I notice that a particular friend here is posting at a higher frequency than other my other friends, something related to black women, mm-hmm. there's usually something personal that has happened. Like there's usually a story behind the motivation. It's not just Oh wow! Okay, that let me support black women. No, it doesn't just happen like that. So, what was your what's your what's your story? Like, what when did it click oh. that wow? Okay. Mm. Mm. Okay, like I told you already. Like I told you already. I followed so many pages like that. So like I think I believe I got inspired from those pages. You know there are some things that you just you follow on Instagram or social media that just influence you. Yeah, so I was influenced by those pages I follow and also um from my own personal struggles I know what I faced personally and that was another um another reason for creating it too so other women don't have to go through all that that's it that's my own story behind um black women i just want to point out something so our last um guest um justin he also said something about you know using the social media platform instagram to learn something to empower himself and become a better you know round rounded person so i just want to you know point out that you know i Social media gets a lot of criticism about being negative for our generation. We're always on our phone. Our parents are saying we're always on our phone too much. That's why you have stomach pain. That doesn't make sense. But I don't want to point out that you know this social media thing. Um, it could be used for good and bad. So it just depends on how you use it. Just mm-hmm. pointer. And uh, speaking of um, social media, Instagram. So how long have you uh, had black women owned, and what method did you use to scale it up real quick? Okay, so um, I believe I started the page in July, early July. But like I gave, I like I stopped. I lost focus. Like I didn't know what direction. So I just, I think I stopped at around 483 followers. I was distracted. So there was a period um, in in October third, around October, early October, I took a break from my personal page, Miss Nengi, and that period I took a break. I was reflecting on my life, and I would even even in the shower, I was like I had so many ideas coming into my head. I'm like, oh wow. I should do this. I should do that, you know. So 
I came back to the um, black women owned. I started posting a lot, and I grew. I reached one k in less than six days. Yeah, and that's how I started growing. Wait, you said you reached one k in less than six days. Yes. Well, how did you do that so quick? Oh, like so. Um, I use the follow on follow method, and like. I use the follow on follow method and my content people loved the content like what I was posting and some people started reposting like I don't even know these people they were reposting my business a lot which um cost more exposure to the black women which I am very very grateful yeah I wish I wish we could get that like exposure real quick. That's really interesting, dude. No, there was a um, there was um a video I did that I posted on on story. But my sister advised me. She was like, "Ah, this story, the video you made is very nice. Post it on the page, you know." And that was how I compiled it and posted it on the page, and people loved it. People were reposting that video, so I guess that cost some you know when people repost your content then people start following yeah and algorithm and everything so you also said that you took a break for a while and you kind of got distracted you lost focus what was happening at that time if i may ask and what kind of made you jump back to black women doing and not just starting another venture because you also said you had a bunch of ideas at that time yeah um, so I was I was going through a lot, like emotionally, uh, life in general. So when I took that break from, I temporarily disabled my personal page. So I I, I was tempted to go back on Instagram, but I didn't want to go back to my personal page. So I logged in, I logged into Black Women Owned, and I'm like, ah. I realized how much I had given up on the black women owned and what I could do better. Like, like I say, having ideas on how to run it better. So yeah. That was how I started again. Word, word, word. So recently we've been talking majorly about like where you are right now. So where where do you see yourself going? Like with the Nengi brand, the clothing brand, with the black women. What what do you expect from the future? Mm, I see myself. Um like if i just need to be disciplined i need to be consistent because i easily get distracted a lot but like if i commit to goals that i have set for myself i believe i can like i can actually i believe i know it sounds crazy but i believe i can be a millionaire 
if I maintain this pace, like the like if I maintain um like if I maintain this energy. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I just say something about consistency. Um I just saw this quote that says success is uh 2% of your brains but uh the main percent is your consistency. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's something that is oh that's like a major issue for a lot of creatives, entrepreneurs and people with big visions is the consistency. And not everybody is as that resilient to be consistent. I was even a victim of that. So I've that's something that I feel like we all need to learn as individuals so that's really interesting and i hope you actually reach your goal you know of becoming a millionaire and you know scaling black women into something magnificent yeah wow at least we we when you're a millionaire the podcast will be out by then even though it's monday it'll be out by then so you heard it first year millionaire nengi don't forget millionaire nengi so after you know like after the point where you know the point where you started the business and everything were you in school Yeah. No, like when you left Toronto. Oh, oh, when I left Toronto. When you was it Toronto Winnipeg? Uh-uh. I was Winnipeg. in school. I was in school in Winnipeg. Then I left mm-hmm. Winnipeg to Toronto. Yeah, so do you go to a school in Toronto or you were out of school was, at that time? No, I was I was in school in Toronto. So like during the so there was a space where you were not in school, right? Yes. So during that time like when you think like man this school thing I might as well just you know let it be was there a point where you were like that to give up to drop out of school yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> of course I lost interest like like I was even confused with life yeah and you know like even um i was depressed and that was why i started my business and that was another reason why i started kinati because i like i could you know i took like two years off school so i started seeing my mates they were graduating from university and look at me i'm still I'm still trying to you know raise money to go to school or I was then I like went back to school but like I started doing something to shift my like to shift my uh, thoughts from that because it was very negative it was making me sad it was making me depressed like I didn't choose that circumstance in my life so I shouldn't even focus on it I should just see the brighter side of it. So when I started growing my kinati, I was fulfilled. Like I felt much better. Like I wasn't even looking at what other people were doing in their lives. Instead, I was trying to, you know, grow myself, grow my business. So, yeah. 
and now and now i get compliments from people who are even graduates and they message me to tell me girl you inspire me i feel so good <laughs> yeah my do you need to fight like that man <laughs> even 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 the, the even the juniors the juniors that used to sell girls too have you uh, ever huh have you ever been in contact with anyone who's like damn see that <laughs> wow of course they they came to follow me on IG they yeah they actually impressed <laughs> mad 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 So okay we're going to start wrapping it up and we want to ask what is your go to book go to podcast or even genre of music whatever you find interesting in terms of music art books whatever what's what's your thing mm, so in podcast i love listening to um to um podcast that teaches about um entrepreneurship or self improvement so like for now my favorite like my favorite um my favorite or oh, someone let me say someone i look up to right now is mary folio like i've been following her since i was 17 i think Yeah so she's she's she she inspires me and she's someone who had it rough who made it out of nothing yeah then like i love to follow people who who made it from like who actually worked so hard to get to where they are like it makes it just gives me hope that i can attain their sources like i just have to um work hard you know yeah so for now my podcast my favorite podcast is um work party by jesslyn um jesslyn johnson um on fuck your brain by cara lowentel um being boss by emily thompson Then also there's another podcast that I would like I love that I would also recommend to the listeners. But what do I know? That's the podcast by Chid Susan. Yes. Wow, that's tough. That is tough. You even mentioned our podcast. That is tough, man. <laughs> Which is your podcast? So what do you say? What podcast? Our podcast that is tough. <laughs> But wow, that's really interesting. Uh thanks for the recommendations and everything. I'll definitely give uh, most of them a listen. So, where can our listeners uh, find you on social media and all your businesses? Oh, um you can my Instagram is my business Instagram. I have um the black women image. Yeah, you can if you want to promote your business, you can definitely reach out to me and send me an email and I would, you know, promote your business. 
as well as I have my clothing business. But for now, I'm taking a break till next summer. Then my personal page is Miss Nengi. That's it. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming out today. Thank you for dropping them some gems. Thank you for you know speaking on branding your journey to entrepreneurship and you know starting something amazing for the community especially black men old especially in this trying times and this year that we kind of got an eye opener on the lack of diversity and inclusion in the community and the world as well so that's um something very impactful i thought you did and you know just keep up the good work uh yeah thank you for joining us and i really about the part about teaching us how to sell gala as a unique skill yeah we need to learn that <laughs> i'm definitely up about that because i need that <laughs> but yeah right. thank you so much uh for having me i mean um i really appreciate ola subomi and kamsi yeah and guys I love this podcast. You should definitely subscribe the LX. Yes. Yes. Listen. Listen up. Yeah, from Future Millionaire Nengi. Oh yes. You heard it. You heard it. Remain is free. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right guys. No, I think we should stop recording. Yeah, let's stop. Yeah, just pause the recording right. I'll do a countdown. All right, everyone. So we just had an amazing session with Miss Nangi, and you know what to do: like, share, and put on repeat. You get me? Because you need it. That was a bar. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, yes. Remember to follow our Instagram at DLX3 and. Remember to follow me at dionyscocampi and our Twitter at Twitter. Yeah, Twitter at the LX3 underscore. Yes, sir. First, get to Twitter. And yours. <laughs> and yours. And you can follow me on Instagram at dionyscocampi. All right, you guys. That's it.